Do you really want your company to stand out in the crowded digital space? Do you want to get more people to know, like, and trust you with your story? Authentic Web Video Marketing Agency can help you to collect those stories, the stories that sell, connect the stories to the situation, produce the videos that you need in each of the situations, and then use the latest techniques, including video ads, retargeting, and email to deliver those video stories. Authentic Web is the video production and marketing agency trusted by top marketers to help their story stand out in a crowded space. Visit AuthenticWeb.media to learn more. In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. Is this thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. All right, welcome to another Garlic Marketing Show. Ian Garlic here, and today we are going to talk with a productivity expert that helps entrepreneurs and marketers that are overwhelmed, because there's a few of us out there that are. I don't know about you, but I get a little overwhelmed once in a while. Um, Lindsay Phillips, thank you so much for being on the show. No, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, well, it's awesome to talk to someone about this, because this is a big subject. We talk about strategies, we talk about tactics, but we don't talk about, like, the, the difficulties with implementation and that's usually where people get stuck and get Absolutely. to that 80% and then stop doing it. Right. And which is wor- yeah. we always say it's worse than just not doing it at all is getting most of the way there. Um, so tell me a little bit about your business and how you help people get over that. Sure. Thanks for asking. Um, I mean, I'm a, a VA firm. I have niched down in the past six months to really focus more on car- content marketing. It's what I love. Um, I'm passionate about, and I, I, I'm kind of a nerd that way. I think it's fun. <laughs> um, but really, again, with content marketing, it's you know blogs, videos, podcast shows, social media, email marketing, and sales funnels. Any lead magnets, um, webinars that where you're attracting and acquiring new clients um, through the medium of content. And, and implementing it all, creating a plan and implementing. And, and as an entrepreneur, as you know, I mean, your hands can only be in so many pots at once. And for you to actually do it on your own, all of those things, I mean, you're going to burn the candles at both ends. It's just not possible. So, um, yeah, so I help clients with that. What's the name of your business? Smooth Sailing Online Support. But I am rebranding, actually, in the next couple months to Smooth Sailing Business Growth. Awesome. So, um, yeah, I'll be changing my website in the next couple of months. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, content marketing is a tough one. Um, and, you know, outsourcing, everyone's scared to outsource it because they've been burned in the past. What are the keys to really giving it up, giving it up and getting someone else to do it? I think part of it, twofold. One is mindset. One is... Um, is is knowing your value, right? I mean, let's say, for instance, you're, I don't know, a business coach and your hourly value, if you kind of calculate it, is, I don't know, $500 an hour. So if you frame it that way and then if you're actually, you know, inserting the blog into your website and posting your social media, 
that's $500 an hour where you could pay someone so much less and focus your time on better revenue generating things or just stuff that you love. I mean, you know, coaches love coaching people and helping them. They don't want to be posting a social media blog or whatever it is. Um, so framing it that way on what your time is worth. The other thing is, you know, you can get so much more done faster with support and with a team behind you. And that is the key. If you really want to accelerate your business and if you really want to get more exposure and get your content out there and serve people, there's no way you can do it all on your own. Mm-mm. No, no way. And also, I mean, you, you won't be doing the stuff that you do really well as well because you're worried yeah. about the stuff that you need to do that you feel like you need to do. Um, tell me a little bit how you got into this business. How did you start this? And, and, and- I know. It's a bit of a crazy story. I mean, I've had a business before in the past year. I call it my past life. <laughs> um, and then kind of went out of that. I mean, got married, had young children. Um, and, and I just knew that I wanted to work from home. I wanted to um, be in business again and, and have control of my own lifestyle, right? Um, and I was working part-time um, with a, a newsletter publishing company. And I had an opportunity to do VA work on the side and kind of dabble in it. And I loved it. So it kind of had more exposure. Um, I took courses. I was involved with um, a business coach. I took one of his courses and just started getting a couple of clients of my own. And I'm like, I can do this. You know, this is something I could really do. And it came to a crux where I was working part time at two jobs actually and then doing all this on the side meanwhile you know I had like a three month old at home plus a a four year old and I'm like something's gotta give (laughs) there's so much of me it's like you go bigger your home so I quit my job um, and I just went for it and came up with smooth sailing and I did the website on my own and I did my own social media like I did everything on my own and I stubbornly just figured it out (laughs) um (laughs) And then sought help and resources and who to check out. And and I just loved it and learned. And it just kind of grew organically that way. Um, And then eventually I needed more help and got more team members. And, yeah, I just kind of snowballed. And so, you know, what point – was there a point where you decided I need – because you're telling people to get team members. Did you wait too long to get team members? (laughs) That's a good question. Oh, I'm trying to remember what it was like. Um, no, I think it was okay. I think I needed to realize that I can't do it on my own and that I was burning the candles at both ends. I mean, everyone comes to that point, right? Mm-hmm. You're just like, some, you're, you're going to snap. <laughs> so, And I knew someone um, that would be a great member on my team right away. So I'm like, oh my God, can you help me with my business? So, I mean, I started off small. I, like, you know, taught her things and and got her on board. Um, And then I, yeah, I just knew that if I wanted to take on more clients, because I was capping, right? I mean, I was only making as much money as the hours that I was putting into it. And I think that's where an entrepreneur, it really hits home. You're capped. Yep. So you need to accelerate and change your business in a way that either you have great passive income or you have more people on your team to do the workload and 
you're still making money, but someone else is doing the work. And I was all about that. I <laughs> <laughs> more free time for myself, right? I was burning myself out. So I'm like, how can I do this? So it was a lot of work, but uh, I'm actually hiring two more people in the next week. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, so that's awesome. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. So tell me about... When you hire someone outside, what's your process for? So it'd be a virtual assistant. What's your what's the ideal process for going about doing that? I mean, I haven't dabbled in. I mean, there's a lot of options out there, and I know one of my uh, mastermind uh, member um, peers. She loves Indeed, and she said she's gotten really good quality people from there. Um, I've used Upwork and I use someone for show notes and he was really great. And I'm like, you know, can we work together outside of Upwork? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and he kind of approached me and's like, you know, I can do this, this and this and more. I'd really like to, you know, get more into your business. I'm like bonus. So I kind of got someone from Upwork for a specific reason but found out more about him, what his skills were, what else he could bring to my team so that I could really tap into that and leverage it. So that was one factor. Um, I mean, I use, you know, HireMyMom.com has been really good. I also use um, HR specialists to help me through that process. It's time consuming, right? Yeah. Reading all those resumes and all the phone calls. So I have used an HR firm to help me with that process just to kind of, you know, sift through it. Um I've done so many interviews in my in my past life that I kind of have that down pat and I kind of know what I want. So that helps. How do you decide what you want? That's a good question. Half of it is um, personality, work ethics, because I'm 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 not going to lie. I'm pretty particular. <laughs> I you know I I want people that are going to respond to my emails. I because that's how I act to my clients, right? I want people that meet deadlines. That are they really care about what they're doing? They care about me. They care about my business. Um, they're really detail oriented, really on top of things. Have a great personality. Someone that I'm going to enjoy working with, and that I know if I like them, then my clients are going to like working with them too, right? So half of it's a personality thing. Um, and the other is the skill sets, you know, and, and for me, it's really technical, right? Like you have to know WordPress, you have to know Hootsuite, you have to know Canva. There's specific tools that I need to know that they have working knowledge of. And I can just say, you know, here, set up a blog, do this, this, and this, here's our process. And they're going to go with it. They're not going to ask, you know, how do I do this? Cause I can't, I don't have time for that. <laughs> That's great. That's all. Uh, and, um, so when do you decide here's a tough one for a lot of people when do you decide it's not working that it's I mean obviously if they disappear it's not working (laughs) I know I've had that and I'm so I hate saying no to people I avoid conflict like the flag (laughs) so I have really and I called my business coach I had like a 911 call I'm like oh my god you know and situations do come up right not everybody is perfect and not every relationship is going to work out and I think letting go of that where everything has to be perfect and you have to do everything that you want or can to make it work. Sometimes it's just not going to work and you have to let that go. And I think for me, it was honestly my business coach telling me like, who's more important, him or your client? And I'm like, well, my client, he's like, then it's a no brainer. (laughs) I'm like, yup. And it's just, you know, I was tactful with it. I'm like, 
you know, these deadlines are not being met or it, it, it's just not a fit anymore. You know, I've really appreciated all your feedback and, you know, your, your effort, but it's just not working out and, and it's okay. I think technically they knew as well. Um, and I have let go of some clients as well, not just my staff. Um, if it's not a fit, it's, it's just not worth it. And it's not, it's going to hold your business back. And if you look at it that way, you, you have to take that action. Yeah. And I'd love it's to, not, but it has to be done. Yeah. And it's this, I think there's an a, a important point to what you're saying. If it's not a fit, it's just not going to work, but that's an yeah. opportunity for a lot of entrepreneurs too, right? In your content in everything that you're doing to be yourself because there's always going to be someone that you're not a fit with, but on the flip side, there's someone you're a fit with, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and everyone learns different ways and they work different ways. They have different styles. They communicate differently. I mean, have you ever spoken to someone where you're like talking about this and they think you're talking about this and you're just like, they're not getting it or you're not getting it and you're not, it's just not, you're not talking each other's language, so you're like spinning your wheels. Yeah. Kind of like that. It's just, you're never going to be on the same level and things are not going to run smoothly. And for me, if it's not going to run smoothly, it's not working for either party. So <laughs> yep. it's just not working. Yep, yep. And that's your advantage. I think that's a lot of people's advantage too is to go out there and find someone that, not only if you're hiring someone, but when you're being hired as an entrepreneur, <laughs> to, you know, to, to, to be different. So let, I want to transition a little into content sure. because I think that's an important point in your content is being different and it, because you have to stand out and you have to take a stand. How do you translate that when you're doing someone else's content? When you're doing like and you and you're you know you're almost like third party, right? Because you, you have a client here and you have someone else right. doing it. How does that work? That you make sure that your client or even your content is being instilled. In, with your so, personality, so we do. Um, we really look at their website, their branding, and get a feel for that. And also, just I don't know. I'm pretty intuitive when it comes to my customers and just their style. I mean, it takes a couple of months to kind of get into a groove. Obviously, we always proof our material. We're like, you know, have at her, edit the hell out of it because we want to hear your voice. And there has been like the past couple months with a new client that's a real in real estate investing. Um, he's tweaked the hell out of it in respects to the pictures, and I've given like extra pictures as like extra options because visual style is very personal, and I want to make sure that their style is being put forward. And that's and I'm cool with that. I know that's going to happen. Um, and also really understanding um, the business's target market. I have another client, for instance, um, CEO Warrior. His target market is service business owners, like plumbers, HVAC business owners. So that's really niche. Um, so I'm not going to have pictures of corporate people or, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's more, and he's more edgy. Like he swears and stuff and he tells it like it is, which is really cool. So it's it's such a different style and his branding is so strong and very specific um, and I helped him rebrand, so I we have a branding document. I mean, there's all those little tools along the way just to make sure that you've nailed it. And from if I'm an entrepreneur looking to hire someone like yourself or you know outsource my content, what are some of the major things that I need to have before going forward with that? That's a good question. 
I think um, being clear of what you have set up already um, and knowing what your, I think the biggest thing is knowing what your services are and what your funnels are in regards to that. Like what are your lead magnets? What are your, what is your end goal? Like, do you want that person to go to a four day event? Do you want them to be in your, you know, your coaching program? Um, do you have any mid tiered products that you offer? So being really clear on how you're hooking them and, you know, and what products you want to sell and what is your end goal? Um, cause if you don't know what your clear path is of where you want to take your prospect, then you're not you can't just throw marketing out there. It has to be strategic. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That strategy is so important. So what happens when someone comes to you and they don't have that strategy? How do you help determine that? I know it's funny. I've been getting more and more of that in the past six months. And that's kind of part of why I'm rebranding my business a little bit, kind of getting into the more strategy. And I'm realizing more and more that there's so many entrepreneurs that are, you know, doing it all themselves. They're going 90 miles an hour. They know they want to get from A to B, but they're overwhelmed with the content marketing options and they're like, oh my God, where do I start? Um, For me, I break it down. I'm pretty methodical. I break it down on like, okay, you know, what are your services? What are your products that you're selling? You know, I think eventually you may need to bring this into the mix. Um, And honestly, most of the time they don't have lead magnets, so they don't have a way to bring people onto their e-list and then nurture and do the sales funnels and stuff. So it's like my advice is to start with content marketing, whether it's blogs, videos, um, social media, just getting consistent content out there to attract people. And then step two would be to ensure that you have lead magnets that they want um, that fulfills and solves a pain point that they have and bringing them into your, your, your email marketing to nurture them and then we can, you know, add on the sales, the services, sorry, the products and build that up. But I think those are kind of the, the three main things that we kind of look at. Does that make sense? Or yeah, that- no, 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 that makes sense. Um, so can you tell me, you know, we, we talk about success, but tell me some t- times when this just hasn't worked out, whether for you or for a client. Because I, I think those are the things that really benefit people to hear, hey, it doesn't always work. It and this doesn't. is how we fixed. And honestly, I think having the right framework, uh, the, the, the right mindset, sorry, about, you know, failure. To me, it's not failure, it's testing. Yep. Um, you know, it's hit and miss. It's like, you know, even uh, right now we're doing all these Facebook ad campaigns with one of my clients um, through another Facebook ad expert. And some of them are just, they're not working. They're not, the retargeting ads are not doing as well as some of the cold lead ads. And we're like, what the heck? It should normally, it's the other way around, right? So we're testing different um, lead magnets. We're testing different images and stuff like that. It's, you can't give up. You just have to tweak it and try something different. Um, I know for me, I've done some Facebook ads for, for some lead magnets and they sucked. <laughs> they totally bombed. And I'm like, that's okay. And so I took it my, and it's kind of knowing what to look at too, right? It's like, if you're getting a bazillion people on your landing page, but they're not converting, then you know your landing page sucks and you need to change your landing page. Um, if you're not getting anybody on your landing page, then it's the marketing of how you're getting that out there. 
So you have to kind of look at the whole picture. Don't just be like, oh, my God, that didn't work. I need to move on to this other bright, shiny object. <laughs> you know, you've got to figure out, okay, what is working? What do I need to change to optimize it? I think that's a better approach. Awesome. And, uh, and how do, what's your approach from a content side to optimizing it? God, I mean, that's a wide, wide question because um, it all depends on what we're talking about here, right? Yeah. Because, um, I mean, the thing that could be broken is your actual funnel going – because some people make the mistake of going from – this is just one example um, – going from a lead magnet, so like a free report, and then sending them some nurturing emails, and then all of a sudden asking them to buy a $5,000 event. It's just, you know, some audiences or some target markets may do that. And that's fine. It's, I think, knowing your target market, right? Some people need, like, you know, a $12 item. And then they need to move up to, like, a $700 course. And then they may go to your, they may be really, they're the type of people that take baby steps. And they're not going to take a big leap commitment. Um so you really need to think about your audience, what resonates, what works. Do you need to create extra products or services in there that would bring them through the funnel better? Um, so testing, that's kind of one thing you need to optimize. That is the biggest thing for me. Um, and then, I mean, I, you could go on and on about optimizing. I mean, there's optimizing email marketing. There's optimizing your landing page, your Facebook ads. I mean... What's your favorite thing to optimize? Hmm. That is a good question. Me personally, I like, only because it's, it's just fun for me, um, I like optimizing the content that goes out on social media. Because um, some people, it's like all promo or like they oh, think yeah. it always has to link to their website um, and I'm like, no, and again, you have to make it fun and shareable. Um, you know, I'll give an example. Um, we have like a plumbing company that we do some social media. I mean, I don't normally do a lot of bricks and mortar businesses, but this is just an example. Um, you know, people don't want to hear about, um, I don't know, the best furnace or, the best water, what is it, the tankless water heater or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, picture of a dog that fell in a toilet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> going to laugh and share it. Um, or just um, a really quick tip. Well, I'm working with a company called Doggy Zone, and which is a super fun topic, right? Dogs and training. and They're super sweet. Um, but it's like, share what's going on in your office share what's going on in your business. So they share, um, you know, their staff playing with the dogs and a little video of one of the dogs that's in doggy daycare. Um, They want to know who's working. They want to know what's going on in your office. Like, oh, Mary Jo just had a baby. It's like people want that personal stuff to resonate. And then you also, you know, sprinkle in your learning content, um, you know, your promos and stuff like that. But don't be afraid to get personal and fun and silly and show your personality. Yeah, that's so important. People are really afraid to do that. But it goes back to that that finding yes. the right fit, right? And if yeah. that's not your personality, that's fine. But if you have some personality, people want that now because they they, do. they don't want the sterile. And every, I think big business or small businesses look too much at big brands being sterile and don't realize that 
big brands want to be smaller, but they just can't because they have to accommodate so many audiences. Yeah. And, and I just, I know, and, and I've got, like, there's lawyers out there, right? It's like, they sort of feel like they need to be all serious and professional. I'm like, I mean, I post pictures of minions because I love minions. They're hilarious. <laughs> um, so it's like, you know, you got to, you need a smile in a day too, right? Yep. Um, and same with posts that are just a, a quote or a text graphic or just a simple statement that is um, inspiring or just useful. You want content that people want to share and hit like and engage. And if it's always linking somewhere or promoting something or it's dry all the time, you're just not going to get that interaction. Yep, yep. And yeah, because there's so much of that dry content on there. And people go to social media to be distracted, not to be sold, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, you know, when you're working with a client and trying to figure that out, how are you getting that out of them? I, we really, um, I mean, myself and my team were pretty creative anyways. Um, but we do a look at what they're doing currently, what's working and not working, you know, what are they getting engagements from? Um, also looking at their competition. So what are they doing that's different? You know, what could we throw in the mix? Um, and I really find out, you know, ask more questions like, let's say it is a bricks and mortar business, for instance, you know, they can really capitalize on what's going on in their geographical area, events that are going on, charity events, things that they're involved with. Um, people want to know that they want to be involved and have that sense of community. So kind of seeing what other businesses are doing in that area. I usually, and asking a lot of questions really, Ian, it's like, you know, what do you do on a daily basis? How many staff do you have? What do you normally do? What kind of feedback do you get from your clients on a daily basis? Like, what testimonials do you get? Um, What is going on in your town next month? Or, you know, is there an annual, like my one client actually, uh, it's World Plumbers Day coming up on March 11th. I know. So we're doing like a whole contest and like um, social media and stuff like that. So just to kind of make use of those those odd little events that come up. (laughs) World Plumbers Day. There's a date for everything, right? There is, there is. But plumbers are very important. <laughs> they are. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, that's so much. That's fun, right? And and people- I think it's fun. And my my staff get a kick out of it. I mean, we and we have such a different range of clients. Like, there's accounting, uh, and I'm sorry, but it's hard to make accounting fun. <laughs> um, but we have like a consignment store, and um, you know, business coaches and life coaches and stuff like that. So because we have so many different topics for us as a team. Um, it, it can be fun because it, it sparks your creativity, right? And, and when you find a picture that resonates or that has a little quirkiness to it, um, it's just kind of, it's fun. So um, what, right now, what's the piece of type of content and what's the thing that's really working for you in your business when it comes to content? Um, that's a great question. And, and it's true. Every target market is so different. I have one client that, videos are the bomb.com like they get so much action through video you know part of their audience hates to read that's fine um i personally love to read i prefer to read blogs ebooks and stuff rather than watching a video or podcast i'm afraid to say that's just me um for me i'm probably getting the most benefit out of podcasting 
being on podcasts and then me, um, my own podcast show, Sailing to Success. Um, I think that has really worked well for me for the past uh, year. It's actually, I just found out March 8th that it's been a year that I've had my podcast show. Yay! Awesome. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, and po- podcasting's awesome. I love it. I love doing I it. Love you get to it. talk to awesome people. You get to put yeah. great content out there. But you have to know your audience is there, right? Yeah. And for, and for you, I'm sure a lot of your audience is actually listening to podcasts, which is fantastic. They are, absolutely. And, and I just, I, I really enjoy it. I love sharing it. I love meeting new people, finding out different businesses, different people's stories. Um, it's fun. That's awesome. So and let, why are we, like, I don't want to, I don't want to have a business that's boring, right? I'd rather, and I dreaded it at first. I was like, my business coach is like, you got to have a podcast show. You got to do videos. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm scared crapless, right? I'm like, oh, and yeah, my first couple of podcasts probably sucked. But, um, but once I kind of got into it, I'm like, okay, this is fun. And I want to do stuff that's fun. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, life's too short to do boring stuff. So Absolutely. what? What I've got a few podcasters that listen to my podcast. What's working for you in marketing your podcast? Um, I am putting it on different channels. So I'm pushing it out to YouTube, uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. So making sure that it's iTunes, obviously. Making sure that it's out there on different channels because everybody accesses things differently. Um, the other thing that I love, 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 and I've put this into place for a couple of clients too, is Simple Podcast Press Plugin. For WordPress, so um, it sh- it has obviously the audio player, but underneath it has you know you can download, you can click and you know watch it on iTunes or I- Stitcher and whatever the other options are, and then it also includes an opt-in that's built into it. So hey, if you want to subscribe to XYZ, it's like right there. So um, and one of my clients, he's gotten such amazing success on increasing his um, e-list through that simple podcast press. press. It's been amazing. And you can change the colors and make it match your branding. It's pretty slick. I haven't checked out my numbers or done any of my stats recently, um, to be honest. So I, I know I'm terrible. Um, <laughs> That's like my favorite thing. <laughs> it's so not. And I've just been like way too busy. Um, but for my clients, it's, it's, it's brought some really good results. Awesome. Awesome. So... If someone who out there should be calling you right now to work with you, what what for do they me, feel like? <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. Um, for me, it's an entrepreneur that is ambitious. They're focused. They're passionate about what they do, um, and they want to grow faster. And they just need the help implementing it. They have great ideas and they want to, you know, put their information out there. They know that they have to blog. They know that they, you know, can benefit from a podcast show, but they just don't know how to start it or don't have time or don't have the inclination. Um, So I love people that know what they want and say yes and take massive action. I love clients like that. Awesome. Awesome. And what's the process of working with you? Um, so, I mean, I always send a non-disclosure agreement, um, and I have my staff do the same just for like a trusted, you know, I just think it's good mojo, um, you know, client intake form, get all those processes. It kind of depends on, on what they've hired me for. Um, but we always have a couple strategy meetings to figure out what is the smartest, best, like next step. Cause it's like, 
you know, let's say you do want blogs, videos, podcasts, uh, three new lead magnets, you're not going to get that done. And even I can't get that done in a month. It's just not going to happen. So obviously setting kind of the realistic expectations. And then it's like, okay, this month we're going to focus on this. Here's what I need from you. Boom, we're going to get it done. We'll send you, you know, some updates and ask you questions along the way. Next month, let's work on this. Here's what I need from you. Here's what I can do. I'm, I'm really methodical in laying it out and setting those expectations and letting them know uh, what I need from them and time-wise or resource-wise or whatever. Awesome. 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 And, and can you give us your website again? Yep. It's, um, well, I have um, lindsayphillips.com. Uh, I wish I was Amy Smith, but I'm not. So it's L-Y-N-D-S-A-Y. P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S dot com. Um, and my cert, so that's where my videos, my blogs, and my podcasts and stuff are. Um, and then I also have um, Smooth Sailing Online Support. So that's ssonlinesupport.com, which it will be changing to, oh, I forget what the new domain is. <laughs> but it will be changing, but I'll be re- re- redirecting it. So I'm yeah. pretty excited about that. Awesome. And if you, I'll click in the show notes. You can click to those links and we'll put those in there as well. Awesome. Awesome, Lindsay. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. This has been fantastic. This is my first video podcast, so it's been kind of (laughs) cool. Awesome. Yeah, well, people... Thanks for making it easy. Oh, my pleasure. And and if you all are listening, you can go over to YouTube and watch Lindsay and I talking, which is very exciting. (laughs) Actually, Lindsay's fun to watch. I'm just sitting here doing nothing. Uh, Well, thanks again, and thanks you all for listening to the Garlic Marketing Show, The Sign Garlic, and uh, thanks for taking Lindsay and I on your journey. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook.